Money Pit is brought to you by Lowe's Iris, Pavestone, Home Advisor, Dynatrap, The Home Depot, and Quick Creek. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. What are you working on this beautiful summer day? If it's your house, your home, your castle, hey, well, we're here to help. But help yourself first by picking up the phone and calling us right now at 888-MONEY-PIT. That's 888-666-3974. Or you can post your question online at moneypit.com, and we will get to it. Coming up this hour is summer stuff clogging your house. You know, Leslie, summer has got its own special brand of clutter, doesn't it? I mean, beach toys. It sure does. And everything seems to be gigantic. Big towels, big coolers, big chairs, and boogie boards if you got kids. I mean, you name it. So we're going to give you some room-by-room advice on how you can edit down your summer stuff to get refreshed for the sizzling months that remain. And also ahead, is your yard kind of a tricky space of slopes and angles and you can't really utilize any of that backyard space itself? Well, a retaining wall could be the solution. We're going to share some tips on how you can build one to take back all that valuable real estate. Plus, there are a wide range of water filters on the market that can help you enjoy clear and great-tasting water all summer long. And we've teamed up with the Home Depot to feature some of the best water quality products as giveaways like the new Brita water filter pitcher. And that's just one of the terrific Home Depot water quality solutions going out to a caller drawn at random. So make that you. Give us a call right now at 888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Leslie, who's first? Dan in North Carolina is dealing with a streaky roof. Tell us what's going on. I am calling you from hot North Carolina today. (laughs) Hot North Carolina, huh? I live in the woods. The roof of my house, however, has sunshine over it. It's four years old. Okay. Our new roof, 12-12 pitch. Good. And I have started getting these black streaks coming down all over. Okay. Is there something that I can spray on that or put up on there? that can help get rid of those black streaks on this new roof. Yeah, I'll give you a couple of ideas. Um, First off, there's a roof cleaner called Spray and Forget that works very well. You apply it to the roof, and it kind of goes to town right away working on a wide variety of stains. It might take a month or more, but they will disappear. The second thing that you can do is you can take, if you feel up for this or want to have a contractor do it, If you go up on your roof and if you cover the top ridge, that's that sort of peak of the roof from end to end with a piece of copper flashing, maybe one piece on one side, one piece on the other, what you'll find is as rain hits that, it releases some copper, which acts as a mildicide and also helps to keep the roof very clean. So a little trick of the trade there, use a roof cleaner and then a piece of copper flashing installed into that ridge will give you some ongoing protection against future streaking. That is a cool idea about the copper. Spray and forget, do I just use my regular hose? The spray and forget is a concentrate, so all you need to do is mix it up, and what you can use to apply it really depends on what you have. What I like to use is kind of a pump-up garden sprayer. It's really easy to handle, doesn't get too heavy, and then I spray my roof down with that. I'm going to try that. I really love your show, and keep up your good work. All right, thanks, Dan. We appreciate it. And in Illinois is on the line with a question about a porch. How can I help you today? Well, I have this problem. This porch is closed in even on the north side, but the north side of it is not finished. And recently I have had this moldy, musty smell in it. Now, yesterday it was nice. I opened the windows and you couldn't smell it or when I have the dehumidifier on. But if I have neither, I can smell that musty smell. 
And my question is this. I've taken off the old insulation that was in there, and do I need to do anything like to the boards, to the wood, before I put the new insulation in it, and will that help? Okay, so first of all, this is a porch, so it's not a heated space. Is that correct? Yes. Why are you insulating it if it's not a heated space? I just thought maybe that would help the moisture or the Dampy smell? No, not not at all. In fact, it will make it worse. You want to, you, you basically want to let this dry out as easily as possible. Look, anything that's outside in it is always going to be uh, damp, just because of the nature of it. But I don't think you want to close this in, add insulation or anything like that. That's just going to hold moisture, and it has absolutely zero benefit. Uh, as insulation, because you're not trying to keep the heat on one side and the cold on the other. So I would definitely pull that insulation out, Anna, uh, and I would air out those spaces. And what I would also do is I would spray uh, those walls with uh, a good quality cleaner like Spray and Forget. That will take care of mold, mildew, algae, even dirt that forms on those walls, and take that out of the equation as, as well. So pull the insulation out, spray them down, and then let them air out, and I think that will solve it. Anna, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Give us a call now with your home improvement question to 888-MONEY-PIT, presented by Home Advisor. Just ahead is summer stuff clogging your house. We're going to have tips on how you can declutter your boogie boards and coolers and lawn chairs and flip-flops to reorganize that space in the months ahead. You live in a money pit. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens, too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-Pro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's AirDoctorPro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. The Money Pit is presented by HomeAdvisor.com. Find top-rated home pros you can trust. And if you're a service pro looking to grow your business and connect with project-ready homeowners, check out HomeAdvisor.com. Where home solutions live, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Hey, give us a call right now on the Money Pit's listener line at 888-MONEY-PIT, presented by Home Advisor. That's right. You can get matched with a background-checked home service pro in your area and compare prices, read verified reviews, and book appointments online all for free. No matter the type of job, Home Advisor makes it fast and easy to hire a pro you can trust. And if you just need to ask a home improvement question, well, you don't need to hire anybody to do that because you got us. Give us a call right now at 1-888-MONEY-PIT. 
John Rhode Island has a question about solar panels. How can we help you today? Solar panels installed uh, the latter half of March and uh, had been noticing a steady increase in production up until about two weeks ago. And um, I have uh, noticed the production falling off, and, of course, the pollen has increased. And I'm wondering if there's anything on the market that I could treat the panels with. My panels are located kind of high on the roof. Um, it's difficult to get to, and... Um, just like I said, I'm just wondering if there's something that I could add to it to have the the, the uh, pollen wash off quicker. So it's pollen and tree droppings, huh? Yeah, well, actually, the trees I'm in good shape with, but it's it's really basically the pollen. I live in a wooded area, and like I said, I've, I've watched the production, you know, with these inverters. You can really carefully monitor what the uh, system is doing. So uh, it, although the days are getting longer and the sun is getting higher in the sky, uh, production is off, and the only thing I can relate it to is John, that's actually a surprisingly common problem, and the solution is simply to clean those panels. Now, in your case, that may be easier said than done because you're telling me they're difficult to reach. It might also be possible to install sort of a cleaning system that consists of uh, manifolds that are installed right above those solar panels where you basically can turn on the water and run run water over them you know, occasionally to clean them out. But, of course, that's a lot of work. Uh, is it possible for you to get a ladder up against the side of that uh, house there and uh, use uh, a hose or with some, maybe a high-pressure hose to be able to kind of wash the pollen off those panels? Because it's pretty well documented that uh, solar production goes down, as you've discovered, uh, when those pollen when those panels get covered with dirt or pollen. Right, right. Well, I guess I guess the thing I'm sure there's something I could invest in. Uh, certainly, a better ladder, a taller ladder. Uh, and also, there's got to be something where I can actually get the hose on a pole. Um, I have a pruning pole, and maybe point it at an angle, you know, where it could it could uh, it, it could wash the panels. But again, I thought maybe the solution would be well in the spring, get up on the roof, treat the panels, and then I should be all set. But um, you know, maybe it's just as simple as a hose. Yeah, I'm not aware of any treatment there that's going to basically make them slip more slippery. You know, I guess there's maybe I'm thinking like in terms of a wax, but you know, um, Hyde Tools H Y D E they have a product called Pivot Pro that attaches to a regular hose and it has an angular nozzle at top top, and it's it's designed for like cleaning gutters and then cleaning like boats and getting underneath spaces and things like that. And basically the head um, pivots, so you can get all sorts of different angles with it, and also steps up the pressure of water coming out. It pretty inexpensive tool there. You might want to look that up online and give it a shot. I think I will. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. Well, now that we're like, what, halfway through the summer, is summer's stuff clogging your house? I mean, summer has its like own special brand of clutter, like beach toys and big towels and coolers and chairs and boogie boards. Oh, my God, I'm continually putting away boogie boards. I mean, you name it, it's big, it's related to summer. But the thing is, you can easily edit down that summer stuff and kind of get your house refreshed for the sizzling months ahead. That's right. And everything seems to be covered in sand. Am I right? <laughs> oh, my like, God. Everything is Listen, such yesterday, a mess. Yesterday, I had to take my son's iPhone, and we had to set up the air compressor to blow sand out of it <laughs> because it was getting in the way of the buttons. We couldn't put it on mute. 
So, I mean, yeah, sand gets everywhere. And it causes quite a number of things. My goodness. So, guys, this is what I do in my house, and I find like it's a great tip for everybody who's got small kids or at least is very active in the summertime months. You know, it's almost like the school year because there's so many activities and so many different things. So, for my boys, and what I do that I think really works well is I keep two sets of my beach slash pool bag, and I keep one all ready to go by the front door in case we decide to get going or sometimes I even just throw it in the car. This way, if we end up there, I always have swimsuits and towels available, but I keep two sets of that. So I don't have to worry about quickly rushing to go and do the laundry, right? The second we get back. So for the next day, when we're running back to the pool or the beach, I have it at least ready to go. And it gives me a minute to take a breather and not have to rush and do the laundry. Now for the garage, were all those boogie boards and buckets and pails and skateboards and bicycles and everything else that ends up being used ad nauseum over the summer months. I try to keep everything that's in use at that current moment towards the front. Anything else that's autumn, holiday related, it's all to the back. I keep things in clear bins so that I know exactly where things go and I can easily get to them. But the same thing with the summer stuff. Everything's got a spot, whether it's a bin or a place to hang it up on the wall. I try to keep as much real estate available to me in the garage space so that I can get to all of those things when I need them. The other thing is your mudroom. Utilize your mudroom. Keep spaces there to sort of, if you've got a mudroom or even if you just have a bench with a couple of hooks where you hang your coats and things, utilize that space for the summer season. Have backpacks ready to go for the next day with whatever camp is going on. Make sure all of your sports equipment, cleats get dirty, things get dirty. Put them in a bin right next to that bench so you're not tracking that dirt or mud everywhere in the house. If you take some moments to just kind of get better organized, the summer season can actually be fun and not feel like such a messy, cluttered season that it can be. Great tips. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Give us a call right now or post your question at moneypit.com. Marge in New Jersey is on the line with a kitchen question. How can we help you today? I have a uh, carousel in the kitchen for the kitchen cabinets. And uh, the shelf, the top one, is uh, dropped a lot. And I can't figure out how to go about to uh, secure it or how in the world do you repair something like that? So is this sort of like uh, what we would call a lazy Susan, like sits inside of a cabinet and spins around? Yes, and holds the pots and pans. They take a lot of wear and tear, don't they, Marge? I mean, uh, over all those years? Sure. Does it have to be replaced or can it be repaired? Well, it depends. I mean, the first thing you do is clean that cabinet out and take the existing carousel apart. Now, if the mechanism itself, uh, like the ball bearings have fallen apart, there's a bracket between the carousel and the bottom of the cabinet that has like two plates on them and they spin on ball bearings. If that uh, access has broken down, which it could over many years, you know, that uh, has to be replaced. And the thing is that those parts are all available, especially for those old cabinets. You can usually find them online if you if you research them. And essentially what has to happen here is you got to take that whole thing apart and then rebuild it. Now, this might be a job for a carpenter or a cabinet maker or somebody that's just handy enough to, to be able to tackle this. But I find that when I look at something like this, that, that cabinetry will speak to me. It will tell me how it went in and what has to be done to take it apart. If you look at it very carefully, you can usually figure it out because somebody put it in to begin with and there's got to be a way to disassemble it. Does that make sense? Uh, yes, that does. Now, since there are two uh, uh, levels, one on the bottom and one on the top, the ball bearings would be in the bottom level so that if I start unscrewing everything, 
where would I find them? Does it make a difference if it's a two-shelfer? There's one shelf way on the bottom, then there's a space, and then Mm -hmm. you have another shelf. Right. I don't think it makes a difference because I think it's all part of the same assembly. And and the ball bearings are going to be on the bottom, not the top. The top it may have like an access point, like an axle, but the spin is going to be under where all the weight is. Okay, so that's that's the side of it. Does this carousel uh, still move or is it too stiff? No, it still moves. It still moves. What part of it is broken, Marge? Uh, the, the actual shelf itself, the top shelf, appears to have dropped about uh, eight inches. All right. So here's what I would do. If it was just the top shelf that, that dropped, I would look for a way to repair that top shelf. And I can't tell you exactly how to do it, but I'd probably figure out a creative way. If that's dropped down, if it's sitting like on a central column, then they have to get something up underneath that to support it. Okay. All right. So that's what I'll do. Good luck. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Tim in New York is having an issue with the tub. What's going on in your bathroom? Uh, so my wife and I moved into our home uh, two years ago, and the previous homeowners recently redid the bathroom. Uh, it's very nice, but unfortunately the bathtub has two cracks in it. Um, so I recently had, to be real quick, I recently had a bathtub fitter come in and take a look at it. They can't do it because they don't have the mold for it, and they would have to cover up the tile anyway. So my question is, is there an easy fix and even if I had to replace a tub, do I have to take out tile to do so? Well, you have to take out probably the first couple of rows of tile. It depends on how difficult it is to get the tub in and out of that space. It's a pretty big job. I mean, it, it might be that it's just not worth trying to save the tile. This is the time when you might just want to think about whether or not you could uh, just renovate the entire bathroom because, frankly, by the time you get that tub out, you're going to be taking so many of the other fixtures out out of the way to kind of get the tub in and out. You might end up doing that anyway, Tim. Uh, you know, the bathtub is the first thing that goes into a bathroom, and everything else works around it or fits, fits around it. And, and I think the bath fitter idea was a good one, but if they can't do it, they can't do it. Yeah. Um, I, I looked up online, and, you know, they have these epoxies that fix cracks. I don't think it's going to work or, or be a permanent fix. Uh, do you have any uh, knowledge on that? That's true. I would agree with that. It's very difficult to repair um, a crack or a chip in a tub. Is it a fiberglass tub? It is. It's a fiberglass tub. So, I mean, look, you know, they report, they repair fiberglass boats, right? or fiberglass cars. So you can use, right from an auto body shop, you can use fiberglass repair compound to fix this. It's not going to be pretty, right? I mean, like a Bondo product or something like that. It's going to be obvious. But if you want to buy yourself some time and use the tub for a while, you could do that. You know, I had a shower stall once uh, where the where the fiberglass pan cracked. And I repaired that with uh, fiberglass and uh, Bondo just by basically applying the fiberglass in a couple of layers and then putting the compound uh, over top of that. And you could see it, but it didn't leak after I fixed it. Okay. Well, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll look into that. You know, the, the, the bathroom is so new that I don't want to rip out. Well, I know. I hear you. It hurts. And, you know, it, it may be very well that the tub was put in incorrectly because when you put in fiberglass tubs, you're po- supposed to put a solid fill under them. Usually you'll put like a loose mix of, uh, of mortar mix underneath it because it basically gives you something solid to step into because the tub has some flex. Yeah. I don't think they did that because you could actually feel the tub moving underneath my feet. Uh, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, it sounds like it wasn't put in right. Okay. All right, well, thank you very much. That was very helpful. All right, thanks so much for calling the Money Pit. 
Up next, as do-it-yourself projects have become more popular, the products that help us accomplish those projects have gotten a lot smarter and easier to use. We're going to have tips on advances in concrete that make setting a fence post, mailbox, or basketball hoop super easy. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. Money Pit. The Money Pit is presented by ADT, the security leader for over 140 years. Trust ADT to protect your home, family, and all you care about. At ADT, we know your security is only as strong as the people who are backing you up. For 24-7 monitoring and peace of mind, visit ADT.com. Where home solutions live, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Well, as do-it-yourself projects have become more popular, the products that help us accomplish those projects have gotten a lot smarter and easier to use. And that includes concrete. There's no need to order a truck's worth just to set a fence post, install a pole for a basketball net, or even pour a small sidewalk. Now, that can all be accomplished with a formulation made by QuickCrete called Fast Setting Concrete Mix. With us to share how this product can be used around your house is expert Mike Major from QuickCrete. Welcome, Mike. Hi, Leslie. How are you today? We're good, thanks. We're real excited about this product, and this product has been around for a little while, but we've got something new that's going on right now for the next couple of months. We're selling this product in a 20% more bonus bag, so it gives our customers a little opportunity to save a little bit more money using the product. But this product has just done so many great things as far as making it really, really simple for do-it-yourselfers as well as contractors to take care of those jobs that they're doing in a quick and timely manner and, and save money at the same time. So, Mike, let's talk about the product first. 
Now, this sounds to me like a sort of a chemistry accomplishment here, because traditionally, concrete would take a lot longer to set. And what that means to you as a consumer is you basically have to schedule your work that involves this part of it, whether it's sort of pouring a footing for a deck or, or really anything else. Um, kind of a, at least a full day in advance. And I remember years ago, we used to pour them one week and then come back the next week to do the work. It sounds like the chemistry that's involved with a product like this makes it easier for consumers and pros to save quite a bit of time on all the projects that you might use concrete for. You're absolutely right, Tom. Uh, you know, our, our weekend warriors as well as the uh, contractors, you know, time's important. And we know that, you know, you get these projects that you want to get done on a weekend, and there's nothing more frustrating than, than reading on our regular concrete mix and knowing that you've got to allow 24-hour set time before you can even start to do your project. So with the fast-setting concrete, you can set your posts uh, it takes about 20 to 40 minutes for the concrete to set, so you don't have to worry about level after that point. And right after you set the post, you can start sawing your lumber. Say you're building a, a, de- a fence or a deck, uh, you can start sawing lumber, and in four hours you're hammering. Uh, so that gives you the opportunity to complete this project and be grilling out on the same weekend that you're starting your deck. Mike, I discovered uh, some years ago that your product will actually cure underwater. Is that the same with the fast-setting product? It sure is. I'll tell you how we figured that out. You know, we, um, years ago, my eldest son was working on his Eagle Scout project, and it was a bridge across the stream. Of course, we had to build some footings for that, but because it was along the stream, guess what was at the bottom of every footing? Lots and lots of water. And uh, you guys told me to mix it up outside of the hole and pour the product in the hole. It displaced the water, and it set solid in under an hour. It was amazing. Right. And one of the products that's kind of come out of that, Tom, is using even our regular concrete mix, you see some... Uh, uses for erosion control around uh, lake docks. You know, you will take our product and you can actually take it in the bag underwater and drive rebar down through it and build like a concrete wall uh, just by, by stacking the uh, bags together. Hey, we're talking to Mike Major. He's an expert with QuickCrete about their new QuickCrete fastening concrete mix, which is a blend of fast-setting cement, sand, and gravel that sets hard in, in under 40 minutes. While we have you on the line, I want to ask you uh, another question about an issue that many, many of our callers bring up, and that is cracks in concrete. This could be cracks in a slab, could be cracks in a block wall. And we want to basically cover these up. We want to seal them in. We want to stop water penetration. But we want to use the right product so it doesn't chip away and fall out of that crack. What do you recommend for that out of the QuickCrete line? We have several different products that'll that'll serve that purpose, Tom. It kind of depends on what the, the crack is and where it is. Uh, you know, some of the cracks that develop are basically caused by improper placement of expansion joints. So you'll see some cracks that may develop in your driveway where maybe the expansion joints weren't placed close enough or something along those lines because concrete will, you know, if, if enough pressure is placed on it by the, the expansion and contraction of the soil around it, it will, you know, eventually crack. But you're right. We've got to make sure that we seal that crack. We've got some polyurethanes for taking care of cracks that are in driveways and sidewalks that'll keep water from getting down in that because you, what you mentioned is absolutely true. And as we go through this season and we prepare for winter coming up, we know that it's not too far around the corner. Uh, we've got to make sure that we keep water out of those because as water penetrates down inside of those cracks and then wintertime comes and it freezes, the freezing of that water causes more expansion and it'll cause more damage. 
and you end up having to do it every year. <laughs> exactly. And you can also find that, you know, by sealing that crack, you know, for, for just a few dollars, you can, you can basically eliminate, you know, hundreds of dollars of damage or even having to break up a slab and repour it. Mike, is there a general rule how large this crack or gap can be to allow you to repair it with some sort of filler? Or is it at a point where it's just too big and you've got to scrap that and come up with a different plan? No, there's really not. There's a, like I say, we have a wide variety of different products that do work depending on the thickness of the crack. We've got a new product that is a uh, it's a hybrid polyurethane that will penetrate down inside hairline cracks, which that has always been a real problem because if something is so small as a hairline crack, you really need a liquid to be able to penetrate down into right. it. So we do have a, a hybrid polyurethane that is goes down like a liquid but it does seal these tiny, tiny little cracks. And then we've got products that go all the way up to our vinyl concrete patcher, which is designed to fix the really big cracks and to fix the areas where you, you, know, you see a sidewalk or concrete where the rocks are starting to show, where the, the initial surface is flaked off of it, or as we refer to it as spalled. Uh, you can take our vinyl concrete patcher, and it, it is a product that's designed to go down in, th- in thicknesses up to an inch, but it'll go, it'll thin down into infinity. So you're not having to build a big hump on the concrete just to get the resurface back onto it. And you know, that's great to know because the other thing that we hear a lot from with our callers is uh, come spring, early spring, when uh, all that snow is melted away. And uh, for those that have used perhaps a, a rock salt or some other type of product like that to try to keep the ice off the sidewalks, they are very surprised to see all of the sort of the pock marks and the indentations where the concrete has seemingly melted away. So the vinyl patch product is the one that you would use to sort of resurface those damaged areas and it'll stick? Yes, sir. It's, it's got a, a polymer rosin built into that product, which makes it stick to anything. That's the, the real difficult part when you start trying to, to do any kind of patchwork on concrete is by nature, con- new concrete and old concrete do not bond. So what we have to do is we have to put the special additives into products that make it to where it will get a good bond and it'll stay on there for a long period of time. That's great advice. Mike Major, and we can see why he is the expert from QuickCrete. Thank you so much, Mike, for taking some time and stop by the Money Pit and filling us in on the new Red Bag product, the fast-setting product, as well as some great insight on how to repair those common cracks and holes that we find in our concrete surfaces. Thanks a lot, Tom. It's great to talk with you and Leslie. Have a great day. If you'd like more information on all the QuickCrete products, head on over to their website at quickcrete.com. That's spelled Q-U-I-K-R-E-T-E.com. All right, Mike, thanks so much for stopping by the Money Pit. Just ahead, if you'd like to make your backyard an actual usable space because you've got too many slopes and hills and slants, a retaining wall could be the solution to all of your backyard dreams. Stick around. We're going to share the steps next. You live in a Money Pit. The Money Pit is presented by ADT, the security leader for over 140 years. Trust ADT to protect your home, family, and all you care about. At ADT, we know your security is only as strong as the people who are backing you up. For 24-7 monitoring and peace of mind, visit ADT.com. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT, presented by HomeAdvisor, where you can find trusted home service pros, compare prices, and book appointments online, all for free. 
If you call us at 888 Money Pit, you'll get two things the answer to your home improvement question, plus this hour we're giving away a great product to help you improve the water quality in your home. That's right. We've teamed up with the team over at the Home Depot to provide you with the perfect water quality solution, no matter where you live. One of those items that really helps everyone out is the Brita Water Filter Pitcher. Now that comes with a supply of long-lasting filters to give you great tasting water with every single glass. The filters themselves are carbon spun to help eliminate that chlorine taste and that odor you sometimes find with water. From pitchers and faucet mounts to whole home systems, the Home Depot is a great place to pick up whatever water quality solution you might need. This Home Depot water quality solution package is worth $62.89. It's just one of the many we're giving away. So call us now with your question at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Well, if you have a yard that slopes, it's difficult to use that entire space. You can't set up a play area or build a patio, have tables and chairs. Everything will just tilt downhill and potentially roll right off your table. Well, the solution is to build a retaining wall at the lower end of the yard to bring that space up enough to level out a larger area. Now, typically, that's been a pretty difficult job, but now it's a lot easier thanks to a product from Pavestone. It's called Split Rock Retaining Wall Blocks. And these blocks can actually stack to create the retaining wall. Split Rock is pretty cool. It's a cutting edge product that gives you a set of natural looking split face building blocks that work for lots of different outdoor hardscape projects, including retaining walls. Yeah, the Split Rock retaining wall blocks, they're versatile and they come in six sizes that can be assembled in a variety of configurations. You can use them for straight or curved walls and they're really easy to install because they've got a modular design. All heights and widths are three and a half inches, seven inches or ten and a half inches. So they're all going to work together. Pavestone products are available at home improvement retailers nationwide. You can learn more at pavestone.com. Now we've got Alice in Wisconsin on the line who has a question about imitation bricks. What can we do for you? Well, I just want your opinion on some of the advantages or disadvantages or the types of installation, whether it's better one way than another. And just your opinion on it. Where are you putting these imitation bricks? On the front of the house, from top to bottom, but just a section. Okay, well, like all projects, uh, Alice, it can be done well or done poorly, but the idea of using uh, synthetic brick and synthetic stone is one that is uh, a solid uh, process, uh, not to, to coin a phrase, but, I mean, it's a good idea. Uh, you can get a lot of uh, beauty out of those bricks and out of that sort of um, synthetic stone uh, at a lot less weight than you would have to deal with if they were real masonry materials. You might want to take a look at the company called uh, Boral, B-O-R-A-L, Boral Brick. They make brick and stone uh, synthetic products that are uh, adheres to the outside of homes and look absolutely terrific. And then there's different ways. I've got information on three or four different styles. Some are nailed, some have clips, and some has um, no mortar. Okay, well, the the ones that are nailed or clipped, that's that's a type of siding. That's not like a stucco process where it's adhered to the outside of the house. That's basically a siding that looks like brick. And I I don't know about you, Leslie, but I haven't seen any of those siding products that really look like brick. No. I mean, I really would go with a, a faux product. Tom's recommendation is a good one. Um, Kodiak is another one that makes an exterior faux stone. Um, and those will all be applied like a tile would be with mortar with, you know, to really stand the test of time. And they'll look amazing and they'll look more realistic. And basically, when you're dealing with a faux stone, 
it's made from, is it poured concrete, Tom? They like pour it into the forms and colorize it to give it all of that natural depth and beauty. Right. It's a slurry mix, um, but it, it basically is, is made in a factory and can take on any shape or color or form that you wish. I would look into Zodiac or Boral as the manufacturers of those uh, synthetic brick products. I think you'll be very happy with either one, okay? Okay. Are they fine in a northern climate? Absolutely. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, you already recycle, but do you upcycle? We're going to tell you how to step up to the next level of green living after this. You live in a money pit. Pit is presented by QuickCrete. QuickCrete fast-setting concrete sets posts without mixing. Now available for a limited time in a bonus bag with 20% more. Look for it in the red bag. Where home solutions live, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Ready for your calls at 888 Pit, which is presented by HomeAdvisor. Do you need new flooring in your kitchen or your bath? HomeAdvisor will instantly match you with the right pro for the job for free. That's right. doesn't matter what the project is. They'll make it fast and easy to find top-rated pros, and there's no membership fees. It's 100% free to use. Check them out at HomeAdvisor.com, but email us or post your question right here at the Money Pit. And I've got one here from Greg who writes, I'm thinking about installing hardwired integrated smoke detectors. Is it worth my while, and what should I know beforehand? Well, where there's smoke, there's fire, which is exactly why you really should have a dual sensor smoke detector. As you probably may know, there are two different types of detectors, and one is ionic, which which will respond to flaming fires, and that's kind of the ones that might be caused when a candle like ignites a piece of paper or a towel. And then there's photoelectric, which alarms when it detects sort of a smoldering fire. So you want to consider smoldering and flaming fires can happen with the same kind of frequency. That's why a dual sensor can really make the most sense. And yeah, I would go ahead and hardwire those detectors. You know, hardwired detectors have backup electricity, so that's really going to assure they go off even if your home loses power. And they're usually interconnected. So if one goes off, the others are going to go off as well. You know, my advice, though, make sure you have a detector in every room to further improve its chances of detecting fire early and notifying all of the members in your home very early. Yeah, better play it safe. All right. Now we got a question from Sue in Oklahoma, who has got a neighbor's child that poured a whole glass of juice into her floor air conditioner vent. She says the AC seems to be running fine, but do I need to worry about that causing problems down the road? Well, because the lovely child poured it into your vent and not your air conditioner itself, I wouldn't be too concerned about it. I mean, this might be a sticky, smelly problem. Your whole house might smell like apple juice or whatever kind of juice it was. But what I would simply do, Sue, is I would take off the register. I would reach in carefully the air conditioning vent, and I'd try to kind of damp with a damp uh, sponge, maybe wipe that down. Be careful, though, because there's usually screws that stick out into the air conditioning ducts themselves, and you don't want to get stuck. Yeah, and if you do find that it is a little smelly or smells juicy or a little funky, depending on what kind of juice it was, stick an air freshener down there or even a dryer sheet, something like that, just to help sort of overcome the odor from the juice until it all kind of washes out. Well, you might be a pro at household recycling, but have you ever tried upcycling? If you're not exactly sure what that is, Leslie's got tips in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. And this is something you've done a lot of. Yeah, you know, I really enjoy doing it because... 
I sometimes hate to get rid of things, especially when they have an interesting shape or frame or size, something. And I think about different ways to utilize that piece of furniture or that frame, whatever it might be. And that's what upcycling is. It takes recycling to the next level. It also reduces waste, saves money, and it can inspire really creative summer projects for you and the family. So while you're cleaning out the garage or your basement or even a storage shed, keep your eyes peeled for items that can be transformed into unique home accents. You know, a forgotten piece of furniture can be upcycled into a really cool bath accessory. An attractive old window, you can convert that into a table, a mirror, or a message board. So many great ways to use that. Now, if you need new storage for your tools and other gear, you can scan online idea boards for inspiration. You might already have everything you need to create those smart organizers and displays. I mean, it's really about keeping things where you can see them and keeping everything aesthetically pleasing so it's easy to find what it is you're looking for when it comes to storage. Now, items large and small become better with a little creativity. Work upcycling into your summer projects for unique, personalized results. Coming up next time on The Money Pit, between barefoot traffic and blazing sun, lawns can take a real beating, especially as we get closer to those dreaded dog days of summer. We'll have tips to help make sure the grass stays green straight through to the fall on the next edition of The Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Money Pit.